Hello and welcome to At Home Times 3. I'm Matt Ralph, editor of BrotherlyGame.com, and I'm joined today by a couple guys who haven't really stopped playing soccer during the shutdown. They, uh, they play uh, pro club on FIFA, and they represent Atlantic City FC. And uh, so I'm going to let them introduce yourselves and, uh, you know, just, I guess, to, to start to say where you are, where, where you're from, and how you got connected with Atlantic City FC. So I'll begin. Hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, my name is Tony Manji. Uh, my PSN name I go by as Crap and Shits. When people ask me where I got that from, it's the funniest story. I don't know if you've ever seen Impractical Jokers. There's an episode where they have to read funny names to an audience of people that have to go into a meeting. And in this episode specifically, uh, it's Joe that has to read the name. No, it's actually Sal. And he's like, David? He's like, David, uh, David Crappenshits? And everyone's just like staring at him. He's like, what is this guy saying? <laughs> so I thought it was just really like a really funny name. So you know what? I'm going to use that. So that's what my PSN is. Um, I'm from I'm from New Jersey. I'm originally from Costa Rica, um, but I'm from New Jersey. I've been here for like 20 years now, basically. Grew up uh, first in Summit, and then now I'm in what's called Kenilworth. Um, and I've been playing FIFA now since basically France '98, which is like a long, a long time ago. <laughs> You're an OG, man. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I think that was from like. I don't remember if that was Nintendo 64, actually, or PlayStation was one of those. But, yeah, it's been, I think, 22 years ago since I started playing FIFA. And uh, I'll let Eric do your own intro, Eric. <laughs> yeah, my name is Eric Carabas. I'm from, actually, I'm from the Chicagoland area, uh, Palatine, Illinois, currently living. Um, and I've been playing FIFA actually longer than Tony has. I think my first FIFA was FIFA 94 way back on Sega Genesis. Nice. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was really young when I started playing. But Pro Clubs probably like two years now, three years maybe. So yeah, it's been a been a while. Cool. Yeah, so and then, yeah. and then and then you also said about about unlike City of Steer, right? Yeah. Yep. So what happened was um so the main admins for so VPG is a platform that we all play on. So VPG is the platform where you go, you see your team schedules, you control your players, you see everything there, right? Uh, there are different platforms in which are third-party, basically uh, applications or websites that you can use to play uh, that they use to run these tournaments, right? So we play under what's called VPG, and um, basically what happened was the main admin for VPG asked me if I could run uh, a league for him for Costa Rica. And I said, yeah, because I'm the bridge between, you know, them who speak English and people who speak Spanish from Costa Rica. I can relate to both. And basically I was given the opportunity and I actually, Eric ran it with me as well. So I met Eric uh, <laughs> probably about like two years ago, I think it was, uh, again, playing pro clubs as well. And ever since we became friends, <clears throat> we went through, We've been managing a couple of different teams and um, the admin for VPG asked us, hey, you know, we have a, a, an esports team from, from New Jersey that are interested in getting, you know, running and running into the league playing pro clubs. And they asked me and I was like, yeah, of course, I would love to do that. 
and basically that's how we got started with uh, ACFC Esports. What, what did you know about lower level soccer in the U.S. at that time and what's it been like to kind of be part of a, a club that's that, that's very, very ambitious, it's you know, a relatively new club still, uh, you know, this would have been their third season this summer in the MPSL. Uh, what's it been like to be part of that and to kind of represent a club that's, you know, that's, that's, that's doing a lot of things you know, in, in, you know, in the, in the soccer world, in the soccer space, particularly for the, the lower, uh, lower levels of soccer? So for me, you know, I had, I have like heard of the lower leagues of U.S. soccer, um, but I guess I never really like, you know, focused in to see, you know, how many teams are, I was surprised at how many teams are around, like, you know, in the U.S. that have, you know they're playing these leagues, and uh, it was just blown away by it. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've seen Atlantic City. I told uh, I told Andrew and I told Eric the other day actually. I was like, you know what? I want to start going to the game just to support. I just feel like you know, um, I think soccer here in the U.S. has grown a lot, and it's just great to see that there are teams, you know, that are giving people the opportunity to, to, you know, do what they love doing, which is playing soccer. So, so Eric, you know, what's it like to sort of be connected with a with a with a club that's, you know, not close to home, that's out here in Atlantic City? What you know, what has it been like, kind of getting to know Tony and sort of have these these relationships and these connections with people around the country and around the world uh, through through video game? Ah, it's great, man. I mean, I've met people from, like you know, like Tony. He's from Jersey. I've met people from New York, all over the U.S. And even from like Europe, South America, Mexico, who I would never, you know, meet in person, but you know, I know them through PlayStation and stuff, you know. So I mean, it's great, you know, networking and stuff, you know. And I mean, me and Tony talk every day on a consistent basis and stuff. And being connected to Atlantic City, I mean, it's a great opportunity for us. And you know, we're not we're not taking it lightly either, you know. Any any way we could spread the word about the club. EMPSL, MPSL, we'll try to do it. And, and yeah, I mean, you're playing FIFA 94. You know, you don't really know anyone else who's playing at that point, right? I mean, there's yeah. no way with uh, with a console of the 90s to, to yeah. connect with people who are, you know, much like up the street, much less around the world. Yeah. Um, what's that been like to sort of see the evolution of the game and to see that you're, you know, you're now like, you know, you're, you're friends with a guy, you're playing with him in Jersey and, you know all these people within this within this this game, and and you know, obviously you're playing eleven v eleven. So you know every game you're playing and interacting with a lot of a lot of people from a lot of different places around 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 the country and around the world. Uh, it's amazing, man. Like you know, you get to meet people, you get to learn how like quirky they are sometimes. You know how serious they are. You know how to push their buttons, like messing around with them. You know, it's a fun time. But yeah, I mean, it's it's great, man. You know. And me and Tony always, when as managers, we try to keep everything light. We're not really trying to, you know, be too strict about anything. You know, we just want everything to be running as smooth as possible. And I mean, Tony can agree with me on that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, one of the big aspects about pro clubs is uh, you're not only meeting people that are, you know, whether they're really good or or okay gamers or just terrible, but also, you know, when you're running a team. Um, especially for us, we're, we have a team that's competitive and a league that's very competitive. Um, and it's like, obviously, you know, there are expectations. Like, you know, we tell them, hey, guys, that we have to, you know, get to playoff spots, you know, minimum. 
Um, and it, it's funny because when, when you start seeing, like, when you start getting under pressure, you start to see players are, like, in real life, like, just like in real life, people, when, you know, when they feel pressure, like, they don't, sometimes they don't perform or sometimes they do. It's the same thing. It's the same thing in pro clubs. You see players that will be asking for the ball and they just, uh, you know, they make the plays, they do everything. And then there are players that you can tell they're nervous, you know, like a simple pass and they think about it twice. So it's just really funny uh, how it correlates one to the other. What's what, what what's the, what was the adjustment like for you guys when you got into into that that mode to sort of be playing, you know, as you would a soccer game with 10 other people all sort of having a role playing as well? Uh, I think, you know, the biggest thing is, or the funniest thing is that in pro clubs, uh, when I started, everybody wanted to be a striker. Everybody wanted to be a striker because everybody wants to score the goals, you know, and then, but um, over time, at least within our team, like, I've, you know, we have players that will literally only play defense. They love, they love the aspect of it, you know. Um, like myself, I play uh, CDM, midfield. Uh, I love that. I feel like, you know, in the team, I'm the engine. And it's funny because in real life, uh, I started out as a striker. Uh, I would say, I, I say I got bored of scoring goals. I felt like, you know, it was just, uh, I thought it was boring. So eventually I moved down to playing cam and I ended up playing CDM. So that's the thing I tell people, you know, I had injuries in soccer, in real life soccer. And I feel like I wasn't like very fast, but I played fast. You know, I was thinking ahead of like what the, what the plays were going to be and all that. And, um, and, this, and, and just how like I would play FIFA in real life, it's the way I play FIFA basically, at least in pro clubs. I try to replicate how I play. Um, I feel like I have like the same mentality. Like I always play very calm. Um, you know, I always tell the guys, hey, like, you know, if you guys feel like you can't, you know, make a right pass or anything, just look for me, I'll help you out. I try to be a leader, you know, especially me and Eric. We have to, you know, we're the leaders of the team. So we have to show that, you know, if we're playing in a, in a, in a high pressure game, we can't be, you know, falling on the pressure and, you know, start, you know, getting desperate. And it's the same thing in real life, you know, you can't, um, you you don't see players you know getting desperate, and I try to I try to imitate um, Xavi Alonso from Real Madrid. I love the way he played. He was very calm always, and I and same thing with like Tony Kroos. Tony Kroos is the same style. You you never see them getting desperate or anything like that. They're always very calm on the ball, and that's what I try to replicate. What are some of the similarities you see? You know, you mentioned you know trying to be that leader and that calmness, but what are some of the other similarities you see between Playing, uh, playing, playing in pro club and playing, uh, you know, your experience playing um, real soccer, <laughs> IRL soccer, however, however we yeah. refer to it. A lot. Because, you know, you got to communicate, you know, like defender. Because I'm a – naturally, I'm a fullback. I play right back or left back on the team. And that's what I used to play in real life too. So, uh, you know, when I play, I try to communicate with the whole defense, make sure, hey, you know, somebody's coming in, you know, somebody's attacking, just watch your back, you know, stuff like that. Tony, you know, he communicates from the midfield up to the uh, strikers and stuff. So we always try to keep communication and make sure that we're all on the same page and, you know, just try to keep everything as calm as possible because it could get intense when you're in the middle of a game and score 0-0 or we're down 1-0. It's just, it, it could get intense. 
Yeah, there's a lot of similarities, you know. Um, like Eric said, communication. Like, for example, defense. And defense, like in real life, if you're if one of your players is 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 get caught in the back without watching the line, you know, they're not gonna call an offside. And it's the same thing in FIFA. If you get caught up, if you get caught in the back, you know, or they'll beat you, you know, on the back or uh, same thing with the pressure. You know, sometimes when you're playing a very intense game, 1-0, if your team is not mentally prepared for that, it's going to destroy you, you know, and you'll see like the style of play just change because everyone's since getting desperate. So it's very similar, very similar. But in terms of, in terms of the league setup, you know, you know, are there are there certain robberies that have developed? Are there certain uh, certain teams you know are going to do uh, you know bring a certain tactic, and you have to sort of adjust based on what your knowledge of that team is and when you've played them before? And what's that like? Kind of the experience of of, of you know playing out a schedule and playing game to game, and and, and sort of how you kind of arrange things and prepare for uh, for those teams. I mean, there is a community here in North America. For uh, pro clubs, so I mean, you kind of get like a lot of the names and the managers. You kind of get used to them, so you kind of know the style of play. One of them was Buffalo. We actually played them last night. We know how they play, but I mean, we lost one zero, and those guys always give us a challenge. I don't know why, but they're 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 a solid team, but they always give us a challenge, and we always, you know, you once you know the managers, you kind of know their style because if, if they're known in the community, you kind of know how they play. Some of them like to play, you know, quick and down the lines or down the middle. You know, it's just a lot of just getting to know the people in the community that play. Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised, but it's a lot of tactics, um, especially in pro clubs, you know. There are things that you can pick. For example, you can pick your, your formation, how you want to play, you know, the lineup. <clears throat> so we have teams that play a 4-3-3, for example, teams that like to play a 4-2-3-1, or teams that like to play a 3-5-2. So then when you have teams like that, then, for example, I like to study which formations counter which, you know, and then uh, we always play a 4-2-3-1 because I feel like it's the most balanced formation. <clears throat> but I tell the teams, hey, we're playing a team that plays a 3-5-2. That means they have three center backs. They're not very fast. Center backs naturally in the game are not very fast compared to strikers. So what we do is we try to exploit having a striker with each center back. So that way they have to each stay on one. And we know in a race, they're not going to catch up to them. And I mean, in a 3-5-2 is one of the hardest formations to play against. If you can master it, your team is going to dominate most of the time. Um, it's just, but if you know how to counter that, um, then you can take advantage. But that all, again, that all plays out in, you know, watching teams. And like Eric said, yeah, there's managers that we know from, that we've known for a long time playing the community, that we know how the teams play. And like Buffalo is one of them. Buffalo, we've known the manager and we play them in two different leagues. And every time we play them, it's always, it's it's always like a challenge. Always, 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 always. The, the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, has that had an impact on what you guys have been doing? Uh, do you feel like there's maybe more interest than before in, in this type of thing? Or what's what have you kind of seen? It's actually helped out pro clubs a lot, to be honest. I mean, it's a bad situation that we're all in. Uh, but it actually helped us because I think interest went up. You know, EMPSL, you know, shutting down their season, got interest in 
esports, you know, that we a lot of people in the community have been trying for years to get on, you know, and MPSL was one of the ones that first, you know, decided to make their own league, you know, virtual league, esports league. So, I mean, it's been great. And I mean, I think the interest has gone way up in the last, you know, couple months since this has happened. I mean, it's a bad situation because, you know, we were locked in, but I mean, interest has gone up like crazy. And I think yeah, Tony would I think, agree with me on that. Yeah. And you know what else, too? I feel like video games have been almost like a pastime for people. Uh, when everybody was, I think it's funny because when everybody was like, oh, no, the lockdown and, you know, we can't go out. And I don't know if this is me, but I feel like myself and all my friends that I play with and all the gamers, we were like, this is great, man. I don't know what people are talking about. Like, I can stay home all day and do this. <laughs> you know? So for us, it was, I mean, the thing is that, like I said, it's like, it's a way to get away from everything that's happening. You know, it's a space where um, you can come and hang out with friends, you know, talk about whatever you want, just have a good time. And, you know, not have to constantly be hearing about, you know, people passing away, unfortunately, and things like that. Um, and, you know, it's just been great to be able to uh, see how the NPSL has basically given, given us a spotlight, you know, to show the community of pro clubs, you know, what it could be, basically. Uh, what can you tell me about the team just in, in general and how you, how you got the team together? You know, uh, I mean, I'm assuming people were kind of scattered all over. I mean, we have players from everywhere. I think, you know, it's funny. I also people, like, I feel like our team is like the UN you know, we have players. We have a we have a, a guy named Ben from Scotland. We have guys from Mexico. We have guys from Costa Rica. Uh, we have a guy from Aruba. We have guys from everywhere. You know, and it's just like I said, it's just really, it's really, it's fun to just see um, players from all, from all over the country and then from from all over the world actually. Uh, and it's 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 really funny because the guy from Scotland, Ben, speaks no Spanish at all. He's been playing with us for now for about a year and a half. He understands everything that we're saying in Spanish now. He understands everything. Yeah, it's so funny. And and, and the same thing, you know, it's, it's for the guys that don't speak English. They hear us talking in English and they start picking up. You know, it's this part, they, they understand everything, at least the soccer language of it, you know, like the soccer uh, lingo, I guess you could say. But yeah, it's just been, you know, Lennox City has been, it has been a really great experience, to be honest. Really, really great experience. Yeah, and there's something about that that, that feels uh, that feels appropriate, right? I mean, if, if if this was a bunch of suburban kids in New Jersey, it would be like it, it would be like, what? This isn't, <laughs> you know, because that's not that's how, not how soccer teams are put together, right? Definitely. I mean, like you said, when I used to play pickup soccer, you know, we had we were playing guys everywhere, everywhere, you know, and, and that's the thing though, you didn't have to speak to them in their language, you know, you have to speak English or Spanish or whatever it is they were speaking, but I mean, soccer is soccer. Everybody knows that language, you know. Like, I feel like everybody knows the soccer language. And if you know the soccer language, then, you know. And, yes, it's true. Like, that's, um, you know, I feel like with Atlantic City, a lot of us became closer. Um, and it's just really fun to just see how the team has uh, developed from the beginning of the season to now. And, again, you know, back to the whole community thing, it's just like that, you know, like going on the weekends to play pickup soccer with a bunch of different guys, same thing in pro clubs. You know, there'll be days where, um, you know, if you're bored, if, if, if none of your friends are, if, if none of your friends are online playing at that time, 
you'll just see in the community somebody posts, "Hey guys, I have an open club coming," and you and you go in, it's just players from everywhere, from everywhere, you know. So I think it's really cool. Yeah. So what do you guys do when you're not playing pro clubs, and how do you how do you kind of manage that aspect of it? You know, you you know you have you're not you're not you're not getting paid to just play pro clubs all day. Um, you know what's what's what are, what's your life like aside from that, and how do you kind of manage your your time in, in that respect? Yeah, I mean, just, you know, I, I play pro clubs. I mean, I play other video games too, but I mean, I'm, I, you know, hanging out with family, friends, you know, um, like this weekend, having a barbecue, you know, hanging out with uh, my dad for Father's Day, stuff like that, you know, just try to keep your mind off of things. Because also playing a lot of pro clubs consistently, it could get draining. So, mm -hmm. you know, you just try to, you know, you just try to find activities outside of your house and, you know, outside of your get your mind off of things you know eventually so that's what i like to do on my spare time things yeah, that aren't I mean, that don't involve being in front of a screen i'm sure right give, yeah, give exactly, yourself a break exactly. from that yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah same yeah same thing you know just uh hanging out with my dog uh the family or just uh well before this whole epidemic happened you know just going out to hang out with friends uh to, to go watch soccer you know it was it's Especially, I think that's another thing that made uh, pro clubs like kind of our go-to place these last couple, you know, months because of the whole COVID-19 thing. Because there's literally no sports to watch, you know, there's nothing to watch. So it was like, you know, well, you know, it was like we have we we can just play this and that's about it because we really can't go out. Um, but yeah, I mean, besides that, I mean, yeah, same thing. Hanging out with friends, uh, working. Uh, I do a lot of I do film and photography so i like to go to places and just you know whether i'm filming like a small video or just taking photos you know just uh, it frees the mind basically so it's a lot of fun thanks for tuning in uh, this has been at home times three appreciate uh, my guest tony and eric for coming on and you know definitely uh if you guys want to want to let us know where where the best way to check you out and the, to see some of your uh, some of your games in action yeah, so we play, I believe, uh, what is it, every Monday and Wednesday or Tuesday and Thursday? Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays and For Thursdays. MPSL, right? So MPSL. this is how many games we play that we have to keep track of a schedule. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, guys, you can check us out every Tuesday and Thursday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. And then the second game is at 11.15 p.m. Eastern time as well. Uh, you can go into the team's Twitch, uh, Twitch channel, which is Twitch dot tv slash acfc esports you just put that into you know the little uh, browser and you guys will be able to watch our games make sure you guys follow uh the channel so that every time we go live it will give you a notification like hey the team just went live and you guys can come in and, and watch us and uh, i just want to give a big shout out to my team i love all of you guys you guys are awesome and also to uh andrew thank you so much for giving the opportunities uh, for us to play and you know 100 you guys uh, looking forward to uh, seeing and seeing the, the actual team live. I can't wait until the season, you know, so to play soccer because I want to go see them live. You know, I want to, I want to uh, show support. I feel like you know, being part of the family now for the team. Uh, I'm, I'm like so much more like into it now, you know. So it's just like fun. It's fun to support a team that uh, it's not your typical Real Madrid or you know, I mean, like one of the big teams. So it's just fun.